Welcome to Culture Matters, a podcast exploring the intersection of faith and culture. Hey, y'all. It's Elizabeth, and I am here with my co-host. Hey, everybody. What's going on? Hey, hey. Hey. And we're here to do a little roundup of some of the latest headlines and some of our favorite things from the year of our Lord in 2023. All right, let's start with a headline. Um, And it's something that I've seen. I'm a little confused about it. So I'm going to consult our resident expert, um, Adam. We have not had a cultural roundup in a while. And so we have not really talked about headlines for for quite some time. And October 7th, um, there was Hamas invaded um, an area in Israel, and um, it's blown up. That region is blown up. It's been terrible. Um, There's a lot of death and destruction. But one of the things that's happening, I think, particularly in the United States that we could speak to just in terms of headlines is there has been a record amount of anti-Semitism, a lot on college campuses, but we've Mm. seen it uh, kind of ramping up across the country. Um, So... This past week, uh, there was a a congressional hearing, and they invited three presidents of universities, Harvard, MIT, and University of Pennsylvania, so all sort of Ivy League institutions or their equivalent, to come and speak on what anti-Semitism has looked like on their campuses. It's obviously political and politicized. You know, you have to watch these things with a grain of salt, but there was one question asked um, that that should have potentially been s- simple to answer, and that was this question came up: um, if if a student or a student organization calls for genocide on your campus, is that against your school's uh, you know policies? Does it equal harassment or intimidation? And the the presidents just did a really bad job of answering that mm. question. They they all basically said um, it depends, and. Uh, there was a lot of outrage by that, especially given the kind of climate on campuses. There's been um, Jewish students who were barricaded in libraries and unable to leave because of protesters who wouldn't let them. Um, there's been assaults, a, a lot going on there. And uh, what the, the fallout has been really strong. And so what you've seen is uh, pins. Um, president has resigned. I think somebody on their board of trustees, maybe the head of it, has also stepped down. It looks like it may not happen, but the president of Harvard will have to step down as well. Uh, there's immense pressure for her to do so. I haven't read much about MITs yet, but I think what it's in ca- what it's capturing is there is this really, um, really, I don't know, kind of hot uh, uh, moment in in our society today around anti-Semitism, around Palestine and Israel. And I think as Christians, just sort of trying to pay attention without getting pulled into um, all of the the sort of outrage uh, is going to be really yeah. important for us. And that's going to be, and that's hard to do because of what's happened. It's so, it pulls us in, right? And so trying to, at least from the stance of what's happening in America, mm-hmm. uh, trying to maintain a, uh, a wise disposition is going to be something that that this time period calls for. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you, Adam. Because it is, it's it's complex. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we are in a moment where people like to give really quick answers to complex things. Yes, so that we would pause, that we would watch, that we would listen, that we would learn, um, and that we would 
operate in wisdom. Yeah. Some of that stuff. Yeah. And I think try to have moral conviction as yeah. well, like mm -hmm. a clarity, like it's never okay to call for the genocide of a people. Yeah. Like it's just period. That's not okay. Mm -hmm. uh, regardless of what you think about free speech as a Christian, we shouldn't be doing that. You right. know? So right. yeah. All right. We're going to transition to some of our favorite conversations. Um, and we love all the conversations, but maybe mm -hmm. uh, something that stuck out to you, something where you learned something um, that you didn't know, or just, man, that conversation moved you in a really special way. Part of it was, um, it was both, it was the book part. That kind of feels like a conversation because I listened to it on Audible. Uh, but when we did Impossible Marriage, mm. Uh, I just remember, I remember in listening to the book, uh, which if you haven't, one, I would go back, listen to that episode. I would also encourage to listen in the, to the book, the couple read, their reading. Um, and so it was, it was just interesting, like little moments where they would, you could like feel the emotion come out, even as they're reading their own, mm -hmm. their own story. And then getting to sit down and have that conversation mm -hmm. with them. There was just a, uh, it was just a, what I remember mostly, like it was such a testament of how God truly can take broken stories mm. and broken people and bring beauty and wisdom and redemption out mm. of it. Like I just kept getting the overwhelming feeling of, um, and every time they would like drop a piece of wisdom <laughs> of being like, man, that came at the cost, like at the cost of something pretty deep and pretty grand. And just, I don't know, I, I, I was greatly uh, appreciative of, of that conversation. I was actually talking about that to somebody a couple, like a couple of days ago. Yeah. Okay. I love that one too. They were really, they're, they're just, yeah. And their podcast is really good. So shout mm. out. This has been a, a year of heavy hitters when I think this back about it. Uh, biblical critical theory. I was oh, about to yeah. say, yep. Um, mm. Gosh, that was just incredible, to be honest. Uh, Thought provoking, mm -hmm. um, timely. Mm -hmm. um, I think so. That was Dr. Christopher Watkin, um, Adam Young. Uh, oh, yeah, his was just incredible in the spring, um, call, calling back to that. Um, and then, uh, anytime I got to talk with you guys. Aww. Aww. I like what you did there. Come on, Adam. Man. I can't follow <laughs> oh, up on that. Yeah, I know I can't, <laughs> uh, but I will try. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I will echo, uh, Biblical critical theory, just because yeah. I just think his work is so important um, and I've just benefited from it. I think it was Christianity. Was it Christianity Today's Book of the Year? I think it was. I yeah. think it was. Yeah. Um, Well-deserved. Uh, yeah. So he, and he was such a kind man. Yes. yes. I think, yeah, he was such a kind man. He was delightful. Um, little British accent. Little British Love accent. That. The Genesis of Gender. Oh, man. <gasps> yeah. It was. Yeah, yeah. The, the topic itself is great. And this is, to me, what makes a, a good conversation for me is the topic is wonderful, but also the guest. Mm -hmm. uh, and that talking to them, you're like, wow. Like, it just is mm -hmm. fascinated, learned a lot, and just was uh, humbled by the wideness of Christianity and mm -hmm. the different perspectives that exist within that um, that I still have room to learn from. So that was a, a really, really good one for me. Yeah. We had a lot of intellectual Catholics on this time. <laughs> I was about to say, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I really enjoyed kind this of exploring that. This is not a Catholic that. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> But, but we, you might think that if you just started listening. Genesis and Gender. Was it Michael Miller? Is that I was about to say Christian vision of a person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, he was, oh, he's also in the realm. I think um, what, you, but to be serious, what we can learn from that is there uh -huh. is a rich yes. intellectual history yes. yeah. 
in Catholicism that's deeply Christian, right. rooted in ideas of Trinity um, and and doctrines that are very important to us, um, especially around things like the self, mm-hmm. yes. uh, the world, natural law, these kind of embodiment. ideas, bo- embodiment yeah. that uh, that I think we can draw on. Um, yeah. Where mm-hmm. we we share the the same faith background, there are differences, but um, we can learn a lot. So mm-hmm. yeah, shout out Acton Institute. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Movies. Mm. Well, we covered Oppenheimer and Barbie earlier in the year. Uh, They've both been selected on a lot of short lists for films of the year. The Golden Globes came out. I didn't look at the list, but I'm sure they're on there. Yeah. um, Killers of the Far Moon's on there. um, And and there are others as well. Um, But I would would definitely put all those up there as as tops if you haven't seen them. Yeah. Mm. Killers of the Far Moon. We have a... Uh, I saw that since we recorded. So that one was, I mean, four hours. Did you notice that (laughs) all the movies this year were like three plus hours? All the best movies. Yeah. And everybody seemed really into watching. I I think my favorite thing about movies this year was that people wanted to go back to the theater. Yes. And they were engaging. Um, And this one's fresh in my mind because I just saw it last night. I watched The Waitress musical in the theater. And the crowd last night was so happy to be there and like enjoying it. And I just really missed that. And so I like, I think a 2023 is the return of the theater experience, the movie theater experience and being able to like just share, you know, like yeah. it's just different. I mean, you can watch a movie at home and you're like, that was a good movie, whatever. But like, you don't laugh as hard. You don't feel as hard mm-hmm. because people aren't around. I just think that's really important. That's true. Um, On Netflix, recommendation, John Batiste is a music artist and um really just super interesting uh he doesn't really fit in one genre he's all kinds of things but he has a documentary on netflix that's called american symphony and it was it it was incredible i texted to marcus i think you tried to watch it yeah mm-hmm. I did. um but yeah that's my new recommendation. It's profound, right? It, the it's, the yeah. His wife is dying and he is Well, she has leukemia. Right. She she's in remission again, but um yeah, I mean that that's a big part of the story. Their relationships really um sweet and like there's a lot of Christian tie-ins. I think he mm-hmm. is a Christian. He mm-hmm. um uh he seems to speak openly about that um, yeah. in a lot of situations and interviews and stuff. Um and then uh yeah, there's just a lot of like the theme, the theme of like survival. Mm-hmm. They bring that up a lot. Art. But, like yeah, art that's birthed out of struggle. Yeah. Um very much like cross before the crown vibes of just like from their story and their relationship to their careers to um even just thinking like I love like it makes I didn't know this about him until I watched it. Like he's from mm-hmm. New Orleans, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. my wife's from New Orleans and I just I love that culture. But there is just a yeah, there there is a joy and a um vitality in in the music in 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 spite of like you said a lot of the, yeah. the difficulties and things of growing up that I just felt like that theme was just a constant recurring mm-hmm. so even as you would you would feel the deep moments in the in the story it would then be met with this beautiful song these beautiful lyrics this beautiful paint and you just see like mm-hmm. the persistence that that God has put in people that I don't know it was beautiful I'm captivated Shed some tears. Yeah. Um, it's emotional and really beautiful. Yeah, it's worth to watch. Mm-hmm. I have three favorite movies of the year. Let's go. Kind of tracing back. 
Uh, John Wick Four. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> did not like that movie at all. Oh, you didn't like it. Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm not really a fan of. I won't go there because I, I know some people think, and I'm just like not. Do you see the Equalizer movies with uh, Denzel? I don't. I haven't seen them. I don't know. You know, I have. I just <laughs> these kind of revenge movies where they go yeah, and they get yeah. everybody. It's just I'm. I'm more. If I'm. I'm more like military. This could actually happen. Mm. The whole, like, I'm one man with a gun and I could take out 500. I'm like, no, you won't. You just won't. Man, where's your sense of imagination? (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of my sense of imagination, uh, first on my list is uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Those those are, that and the first one, those are two of the best superhero movies I've ever seen. I agree. The way it pays homage to the comic books and the, I mean, everything from the the art, the production. Mm. The music's uh, was, always awesome. The music. Yeah. I was really worried that the second one wasn't going to live up because the first one was really good. So good. And I thought the way they, um, yeah, the story that mm-hmm. they teased out in there and just some of the complexities in uh, his own life was just, it was excellent. Mm. Excellent movie. Second, Air. Um, I am a huge sneakerhead. That was fun. Love Michael Jordan. Um, to hear that side of the that story. That came out this year? That came yeah. out this year, early this year. <gasps> track. Okay. Yeah, I went back. That's um, That was, um, which I, I love a good documentary. And mm-hmm. so like that kind of, is that considered, it's like docu-movie. Yeah, I, it's a, I feel yeah. like it's its own theme. Because my second one is also one of those, and it's Blackberry. Oh, um, you did. You love <laughs> Blackberry. I, love, I, I love, still haven't watched it. Yeah. You, got, you got to watch it. I got to go watch it. I got to go watch it. It is a, it's tragic. In a, in a, like the way it goes full circle, I ain't gonna share it because I want you to watch it. But looking at the the life and the vision and mm-hmm. the the hopes, kind of reminds you like that. Um, what do you call it? Institutional drift mm-hmm. is a real thing if you don't have the right people in play, and mm-hmm. there's a way where you can let other values and money and whatever the the big the new big thing uh, deter you from your goal. And it's like they just they paint that picture really well. Interesting. And just also how something as dominant as black, like you, like BlackBerry was the iPhone before the iPhone. It was, it and it's was. like right now, it's hard to imagine iPhone being nobody ever changing. Right. Yeah. And it's like I keep saying iPhone, like that's a company. Apple. Apple. <laughs> we know what you meant. Yeah. Where we going next, sister? Um, I will say I watched this movie over Thanksgiving, um, and it is the Tyler Perry documentary, Ooh. Maxine's oh. Baby. I ain't watched it yet. And oh. so, if you don't know who Tyler Perry is, he is uh, he has his own movie studio um, in but Atlanta. He, he is known for starting out with creating kind of stage plays that were um, directed primarily to the African-American audience. Mm. And he really grassroots creates this huge following Mm -hmm. that has allowed him to create these huge, you know, kind of projects and movies and TV shows. He's highly successful, um, but sometimes people don't know him because he is marketing to an audience that a lot of of times Hollywood forgets. Um, And so you see kind of that story. He has a very, very hard story, a lot of abuse in his background, um, but you kind of see just his genius and what he's able to do by um, kind of not, I think there's always this idea of like critics and and people are saying, man, your art's not good and and you aren't, it's not worth anything. And he just doesn't listen to anybody. And he mm-hmm. does what he knows works. Uh, and so it's just really, 
It's fascinating because he's super powerful uh, in terms of influence and money, but you don't hear a lot about him because he doesn't talk a lot, except he produces, um, and the amount of content he produces is fascinating. Um, Yeah, so it it was because I uh, have watched a lot of Tyler Perry stuff, and I'm just a fan of people's coming to where the how you got to where you are kind of story. It was just. It was fascinating. It was encouraging. It was sad, but mm. I thought it was just really good. It's called Maxine's Baby, mm. uh, and the and the um, reason for that is really co- cool. So I will let you watch it to figure out <laughs> how the movie got its name. I'm gonna watch Teaser. it. Teaser. Wasn't Black Panther filmed in his studio? It might have been. Maybe. I'm pretty sure it was. Like a co-producer. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. All right. What have we been listening to? I'll go first. I'm still compiling my list of mm. favorite albums. But I'll just give you a couple. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a band called Video Age that re- released some new stuff. They're from New Orleans. I really have liked their album. There is an older, uh, or they've been around for a while, kind of called, and I'm probably mispronouncing it, but One Othrix Point Never. He's sort of a composer and does some avant-garde electronic stuff. That's been a really cool album. King Cruel is sort of like a... I'm, I'm, some people will be mad, but like a newer Billy Bragg, like a mm. London sort of um, punk crooner type guy. Back the punk, and uh, he his all his stuff I love. Um, and so he's done. My favorite song is called Seaforth by him, and and I think that's my favorite song um, of the year. So those are some things mm-hmm. I've been digesting. There's more. There's a lot more. Um, but yeah, I'd start there. There's a there's a guy. I think he's from Baltimore. He's called Nourished by Time. He's sort of mm. a rapper slash musician, and um, his stuff is. Awesome, just really, really amazing, but but sort of on the on the down low. So I really have liked that. And then let me just I'm gonna plug something weird. But if you're looking for sort of a, a popcorny, um, very popular podcast, there's a new <laughs> podcast called Who Killed JFK, and Rob Reiner, oh. the guy who did um, like uh, uh, Princess Bride and a, and a bunch of films from our childhood years. Um, he is producing this along with a, a a journalist named Soledad O'Brien, and it is so fun and fascinating to kind of listen to a retelling with new evidence of of the JFK assassination. So if that's something that like kind of is exciting to you, it's a fun it's fun to listen to. So I don't know a lot about like the history or anything. So if you if that upsets you or offends you, keep it to yourself. Are but they, are they going the conspiracy? I mean, they're not really even conspiracies. They're... Well, they present. Yeah, I mean, it's fun that way. Yeah, they yeah. sort of present evidence and, and these kind of things. But yeah, he at the end, he is going to say these are the four people who killed JFK. So he he kind of goes that route. I um, am so going to go listen to that. It's <laughs> fascinating, man. Okay. It's super fun. Yeah. I will say, listen to that and skip the documentary that's on Disney because it was it. it was basic okay i was like okay. this is not this is like the story that Everyone the warren knows. commission oh, okay. told us no no dude. no no this is totally different yeah, than this that is different. and i again i have no idea but if you love just like you know yeah. having fun with that stuff that's a good one so well i feel like this is just worth mentioning because you know talking about one of the greatest of all time lyricists uh released his very first solo album this year and there's no lyrics on it it is a oh fleet. for sure, oh. dude. Oh, I forgot about this. Andre three thousand. Now I'll tell <laughs> he you, he taught himself flute, dude, jazz flute. And listen, <laughs> listen, I was thoroughly disappointed when I heard about it because I was like, one of the greatest lyricists of all time. Yep. First ever solo album. He's playing a flute. What do you mean? 
<laughs> and I listen to it. I love it, dude. And it's great. It's so great. <laughs> There's videos of him playing, and you're like, oh, whatever. Like, who's this guy? He's he's really good. <laughs> it's it's it wasn't like yeah you know I like dabbled in the, it's like if if you didn't know better <laughs> yes you would think like oh this is his guy like if you just <laughs> met him and then you said like oh well, you know he's like built his career being a rapper you'd be like well, you rap no yeah. he played flute forever <laughs> which is which is fresh it's still frustrating because yes. I I like it but I'm like also you could have like just you could have gave me like one <laughs> just one just one. Um, but hey, if you are, you know, doing your, I don't know, morning yoga, making coffee, okay. getting some like deep yeah. work, study, it is great. I appreciate the it is great. the jump of genre. Like the I appreciate artists who do that. I'm trying to learn That's to fun. appreciate it. Yeah. I'm trying to learn. Also, I kinda hate that he could teach himself something and be that good. And be that good at it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, he's been MIA for a long time. So yes. I ain't no telling how long he has. he's been. Right. Maybe it's been years. That's what I'll tell myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's what I like hours, to believe. 10,000 hours. Maybe in the documentary, we find out that he mm-hmm. like did it in a week and then we're really all frustrated. There you go. Um, that, album, that album is great, though. Uh, another nice. one that is also worth mentioning because it is Christmas time mm. uh, and one of the best uh, vocalists, Brandy, released a Christmas oh. album. Oh. And it's back. And it's excellent. New? Come it's on. not like it's, an old one? Nah, it's new. Wow. Okay. It, it just came out like last month. Uh, if you haven't listened to that, I yeah. She's doing classics or what? For Elizabeth is writing that it's down. Some some <laughs> classics, some original. Nice. Um, and so I love that. Yeah, it's we do not have new good Christmas songs. Came out November 3rd. She did it. So I'm waiting to hear a whole can't album wait. of it. I want to hear hers. Uh I listen to a lot of music that uh, has no words to it because I need to work. (laughs) Uh, And uh, one uh, band I've picked up, they're an Italian jazz band called CM3. I love their music. Everything to me is one of my favorite songs. That's great. I have a whole Spotify playlist. So it's just just jazz music, but they do a really, really great job. Uh, And so they've been fun for me to kind of discover. I love that. And realize y'all are in in Italy. (laughs) That's crazy. I love that. That's cool. Uh, So that's kind of my favorite of the year. That's awesome. I, gosh, I don't know if I can pick favorites. I literally am like, when did that album come out? I don't have a good, um, I don't have a good list, but uh, one of my favorites is is a band called Joseph. It's three sisters. I think I've talked about them on the podcast Mm. and their album. They released a new album this year. That was great. I did go to a few concerts and all of those were great. The National has new stuff and they were awesome and on um, at their show that just came through town. Um, So, yeah, I'm kind of in the like indie alternative world uh but i also have to listen to instrumentals so i go lo-fi a lot so yes. i just do the spotify lo-fi playlist does anybody great. listen to youtube like spot lo-fi like i listen to chill hop it is literally this great raccoon. that's the vibe okay okay <laughs> you know it's it's super cute but it just is endless hours of endless lo-fi. lo-fi oh yeah yeah so it's like pale J. adding to my list okay i mentioned him before it's if you look him up you look at the screen it's it's deceiving mm. it's not what you think okay. but when you hit play it is it's beautiful and what i love is i think both of the albums that i've been listening i think both of them came out this year like there's some with lyrics and they're nice it's still common but then if you need that instrumental mm-hmm. you can listen to mm-hmm. the instrumental version and it's you know just what we this. should do 
for this? We should make a playlist. We need to make a playlist of the top 23 of 2023 we will do that, that will all contribute and link, and link it in the notes. All right. That sounds good. We are going to make a playlist. The best of 23 and 23 is going to be fun. You get a little mix of all of our flavors of different music. That'll be fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like it. All right. We are going to wrap up the episode with a little bit of rapid fire uh, because obviously we all here love books. And mm. so we've probably read a lot of them this year. So I'm going to start with Tamarcus. What's some of the books you've read, want to read? And if you want to, maybe like a sentence about why it's so great. I got you. Well, uh, not necessarily 2023 releases, but I read them in 2023. Um, so Zadie Smith, uh, she is an incredible author. Um, she wrote a book called Swing Time. She actually just had another one release in this year. I think it's called um, The Fraud that I want to read, but I, I've been wanting to read um, her first books first. The first book I think she wrote was White Teeth and then Swing Time. But I read Swing Time a couple, like, last month, and it was really good. She's an excellent writer. If you're looking for some good fiction, I would recommend. And then on the nonfiction side, uh, a book I read this summer by uh, Andy Colbert called um, Try Softer. Mm. It's just goodness. If you struggle with trying hard in a way that's not helpful, Try it's a good book. You should try Softer. Uh, she's a um, licensed counselor. Mm -hmm. And yeah, just great book. Yep. 10 out of 10 recommend. Okay. Boom. Chelsea. Um, I enjoyed that book. And then I'm blanking on the other title. What's her other book? Uh, I read her other one, uh, Strong Like Water. Mm. Similar vibe. But um, she's a really good author. I did reach out to her. TBD. Andy, if you're listening. We would like to talk to you. Please. Um, I, you know, I read a lot of books for Culture Matters and uh, and my Bible, and that's all that's coming to mind. But I am excited. I'm in a little book club, and we're about to read Esau Macaulay's um, How Far to the Promised Land. Mm. And I haven't read that yet, And I, but I do like him, and uh, I'm excited about that one. So that's going to be my winter Christmas break read. Mm. Love it. Okay. Um, too Many? Really, to to think through, and that's I, a good book. Yeah, I, there's <laughs> been so many. Here's what's just bubbling up to the surface right now. Mm -hmm. I finished a book recently called The Psychopath Test um, by John Ronson, and he's like an investigative journalist, um, and it's fascinating. He's mm. he's a really interesting dude. He's the, he's the guy who wrote um, The Men Who Stare at Goats. Do y'all remember that story about the CIA and their? They had like a group of people who tried to use like their mind, like remote viewing and it's crazy they made a movie out of it with george clooney and all this kind of stuff well he wrote another book about psychopaths there's all this stuff out there about how people how you know um many uh ceos are psychopaths and many and then there was this whole thing about how you can just like tell who they are just by looking at them and giving them like a 20 question test hmm. and he goes into the whole history of that and talks about like how dangerous of an idea that is hmm. but also how dangerous psychopaths are and it's like one of the most fascinating things. Um, it's so great. There's like mystery and all kinds of stuff involved in it. So wonderful wow. nonfiction okay. book. Uh, great fiction book. I think I've talked about it before, but I revisited it. It's called Overstory. Mm. Um, it's uh, won the Howl's Medal, which is a book given to the best literature every five years. And um, it was the last recipient. So I went back to it to read it again. And it's just a brilliant book. It kind of... Um, takes this idea of a tree and then weaves all these stories that kind of bloom together. I so, remember you talking about yeah, that. Yeah, it's a great That's book. Cool. Yeah. Okay. 
I feel like we should put these on a list too. We can and link it. Yeah, I'll do that. That's okay. a good idea. An audible list or something like you can. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, Chelsea can do anything. Well, maybe. <laughs> what are you reading? <laughs> uh, made for people by mm. Justin Early. Yes, uh, it is. It, I will say this: I read it, mm-hmm. and at the end, I shed some tears mm. because what he described about friendship. Uh, was so beautiful that I wanted it to be true for everybody. Mm. Um, And so what he does is he just goes into kind of this unpacking of covenant friendship and the ways in which we can intentionally do that with habits. Uh, He wrote another book on habits, so that's kind of the space that he is in. But it's really accessible. Um, I believe he's a really good writer, but he's also writing out of his own lived experience. And so he shares a lot of stories just from his journey to intentionally pursue these things, like One Insight, that he talks about is how part of the reason we have difficulty in making friends is because we choose where we live based upon our job and not about our family, on mm. our community. Um, and that's not the way it's always been. You live near your people. And mm-hmm. so it made it easier to have people. That's we do something different. And so we have good jobs, but not maybe great people. Mm. Uh, so it's a great book. I highly, highly recommend it. All right. I think that's it, y'all. The best of the best, yeah. best of 23. We do this every year. It's one of my favorite things. I keep a little notes thing on my Apple phone because I got to remember or else I get to this episode. I'm like, I didn't do anything. I didn't. so <laughs> <laughs> many calls here this year. Uh, but hopefully you hear us share some of the good things that we love. But hopefully you do it too, uh, that you're intentional about the movies and music and books that you listen to and, and um, consumed and, and just that that shape the way you think, then introduce you to some new ideas or we're just beautiful. Um, And beauty always points us back to the Lord. And so uh, again, we'd love to hear from you. So if you got any ones that we should know about, feel free to let us know. All right, y'all. I want to let you know one last thing is that we are going to have a Christmas episode for you. It's going to be fun. It's going to be something a little different. We're going to have a guest, Drew Fitzgerald uh, from uh, the podcast Christianese will join us and it's going to come out on Christmas. So look forward to that. As you're eating your Christmas dinner, you can have us join you. All right, friends, we will have more episodes coming out in January. So stay tuned and a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year from all of us at Culture Matters. Culture Matters.